Welcome back to Goal Line Stuff, the show where we talk about anything and everything football related. I'm Alex Kyorkchiev. And I'm Michael San Antonio. And boy, do we have a show for you today. First of all, Alex and I have been very busy. And so it's awesome that we were able to do this this week. A lot's been going on. We're busy college students. We're on break. And the Phillies are making their run in the playoffs. I know we're a football podcast, but yeah, we're rep- we're repping the Phillies. I've been very invested in that, even though I'm more invested in football still. Uh, Bryson Stott showed up, so I'm pretty pumped about that. You know, Philly's going to beat the Braves. We're going to make it all the way. Uh, But that's not what we're here to talk about tonight. Tonight, we're just going to do a quick little episode, first talking about Justin Fields and his two great performances. I know you're not ready to talk about this, Alex. Justin Fields. Second, we're going to talk about the Dolphins losing to the Bills, uh, our thoughts on that game. Then we're going to talk quickly about the Steelers and Bengals and why they look so bad. And last but not least, talk about Zach Wilson, the controversy around him about Jets maybe trying to find a new quarterback and if his good performance last week is going to continue on. So should be a fun one. You ready, Alex? I'm ready. Okay, well, first on the agenda, as you know, is this Justin Fields conversation. And... The last time we recorded an episode, Justin Fields had three straight bad games. And so, really, it's quick turnaround. He heard me. He listened to goal line stuff, and he was like, you know what? I got to prove this guy Michael Wright. And so he proceeded to throw eight touchdowns and one pick and go one and one. But still, should have won both games. But Justin Fields looks really good. Do you rescind your takes from just a week ago? Or... Do you still think that these two weeks are kind of fraud weeks and that he's going to go back to playing not as well in weeks to come? Um, I think that anyone who thinks that Justin Fields is going to play this well for the rest of the season is delusional. I think that you have to take a look at the two defenses he he's played, which may be the two single worst passing defenses in the whole league. Maybe their own is pretty is is down there too. Their own is definitely down there, but. I don't know that I would say that Denver and Washington have the two worst, but Denver definitely has the worst defense. And so um, not to discredit Justin Fields completely. I think that he's been playing fantastic. I saw a stat where he's had multiple games this year where he threw a touchdown in the short intermediate and deep zones all in the same game. He did that twice. I'm assuming these three, these two back-to-back games. So he has looked a lot better as a passer. But how much of that is because of these two horrible pass defenses he's played? I don't know. I'm saying a decent amount of it. I don't hate that take, but if you don't think it's going to continue, I just want to point out the three teams that he's playing for the next three weeks. He's playing the Vikings defense. He's playing the Raiders defense, and then he's playing the Chargers defense. So those are three matchups there where this could be bad. Yeah, I mean, this is like this could continue easily without much improvement in his game at all. He could continue having three good weeks these next preceding weeks. So, you know, I don't hate that take because I definitely think these defenses had something to do with Justin Fields finally playing well. But that being said, I think he is going to finish the season a lot stronger than he started it. And these two games already showed that. But this to me is going to be his career year. He's not relying as much on his legs. And that's started being an issue when he had three really bad passing games and couldn't get anything going offensively. But when he can kind of move the ball and at least put the bears in a position to score, like 
he doesn't have to be perfect. We're not asking him to be an elite quarterback yet, but we just need to see some improvement from Justin Fields, be able to, to scan the field, hit the open guy, you know, not lead into the pressure that's coming at him. And he's done very, very good job at improving on those things these last two games. Maybe it's the defenses, but like I said, three more bad defenses coming up. So if he could kind of get into a groove here, um, in these next couple intermediate weeks, I think he could really carry this momentum late into the season. And I'm not saying he's going to, you know, be great this year, but I think that the bears will win more games. I don't think this one is just one win. I think they'll probably win five or six games when it's all said and done. So I don't know. I'm more optimistic than you are on them, but I, I think these last two weeks have shown that when things are things could be there for Justin Fields in this offense if they play the right team and do the right things. You're not wrong about that one, but the second half last night was very shaky at times. He had a lot of DJ Moore yards after the catch to bail him out and make his stat line look better than it was. Which is, again, is not to say he didn't play well. Justin Fields played very well for the most part last night, but he still was taking sacks that he shouldn't be taking. He still was missing throws. And you could see that Justin Fields is still Justin Fields. But he did have flashes of a very good quarterback last night. You know, I'm I'm not saying he's perfect, but the the main criticism of him is his, his passing and him not being able to, to move a competent offense. And the last two weeks, pretty much 300 yards both weeks, 335 last week and this week, 282, I think. And four touchdowns each game. And so if he, I don't know. he really only had 280, yeah, 280 yards and 230 went to DJ Moore. Yeah. Not Maybe. a single other wide receiver had a catch. I mean, it worked. That's ridiculous. It worked. It Cole, did Komet, work. Cole Komet had a decent game too. Yeah. Five for 42 and a touchdown. Yeah. Um, But I, I don't think the Bears are going to win that many games this year still. I think that there's not a single team that you can pencil them in as a guaranteed win for. And I agree with that. But right now, as things go on my birthday, on November 9th, they're playing the Panthers. Do you think they take that game after what you've seen? Or is I it mean, if Carolina grabs a receiver by then, which is very possible, they're allegedly Adam Thielen's to... a receiver. They're trying. No, but they're trying to get a real Bad, number one receiver. Apparently I'm yanking your tail. If they can, what? <laughs> I said, I'm yanking your tail. <laughs> if they can get a real receiver by then, I think Carolina might be a solid team. I think Bryce Young is a perfectly fine quarterback, despite how he's played so far. He's only played four games, uh, three. He missed one. Yep. And there's plenty of room for growth there. So at Carolina, I don't know that I can confidently say the Bears grabbed that one. I, right now, I'd predict them to win that one. I think they could beat Arizona. I think they could steal one against a better team late in the season. And then maybe one or two more somewhere else. Falcons, we don't know what they're going to look like late season. Same with the Packers. Vikings might be able to steal one against the Vikings. Like I, I'm just saying, I don't know. I think if they can play like they've been playing, if they could get their offense going, even against better teams, then I could see them winning some of these games. I think their defense makes every offense looks, look good. That is true, too. Yeah. Denver put up 31. Sam Howell looked pretty good last night. He was throwing a lot. Half, yeah. yeah. Did you see that one throw to Terry? 
Yeah. Oh my god. That's one of the that's probably the best ball he's thrown in his whole career. And one of the best I've seen this season. Are you impressed by Sam Howell so far? Oh um, kind of shake it's been kind of shaky, but yeah, I feel he's, like he's I feel like he's been better than a lot of people thought he would be so far. But he's also he also hasn't been like perfect by any means, but it's his first year starting on a shaky offense. I so. mean, this is a guy who a year out of being drafted was in first overall pick conversations. Yeah. Which I mean, a year out of being drafted, that there's a lot that can change, and obviously it did, but the guy has talent. I'm sure he was a top recruit if he was getting that kind of, you know, talk mm-hmm. or at least up there as a not maybe not the top recruit, like a Caleb Williams type of deal, but, you know, up there. And so it it doesn't surprise me with his draft capital that he's been making these mistakes that he has. He's a sack taking machine. Yeah. And has been throwing picks, too. But also the the highs of his game don't surprise me either. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that, no, I'm not surprised by Sam Howell's performance so far. He's been up and down, but that's what I would expect from him. He's been about right on par with what I thought he would be. And I think that's better than what most people thought he would be going into this season. And I can confidently say that I'm more comfortable with him as my starter than like the bottom guys right now. Like, I think he's better than a Kenny Pickett. I think he's better than a Desmond Ritter. Just a lot of the guys who a lot of people thought were better than Sam Howell or were more secure as starters than Sam Howell. I think he's already proven through five weeks that he's, that he's better than them. His highs are better. And I like his, his fight. You know, I know he's going to take some necessary sacks. He throws a lot of risky balls, but he's making plays. I don't know if you saw last night. He was Um, running all over the place. Yeah, there was that one play where just I was like, oh, he's gonna get sacked. And then he did he that just, a couple he times. Just kept he he literally like broke four tackles. It didn't he did even that look a couple 40. times. It was crazy. He's not fast, but like he's he's a pretty good runner. And so I, I like his game. He almost beat the Eagles. He was balling against us. Yeah. He definitely has some things to work on, but I think that Washington found their guy. And if they can develop mm-hmm. I think if they can develop an offense around him that caters to his strengths and kind of help him develop and like make his game less risk, like more risk-free then I think he can be their guy. That's what I'm more, what I'm going to say. And that's no guarantee because Washington's not the best at doing all that, but I like what I'm seeing from him. And I think that he's at least going to be the starter for another year or two. If he keeps this type of play up. If they lose enough games, they're not thinking twice about replacing Sam Howell. That's fair. Yeah. Do you think they're going to lose enough games for that? Probably not. I think they're a, a decent team. They're two and three. But yeah. they do play a tougher schedule. I mean, they have Dallas to play against twice. They have the Eagles one more time. The Giants, Giants will probably take a game from them, even though the Giants have looked horrible. They Giants still look have horrible. to play Miami. They still have to play the Niners. They have to play the Rams. The Rams aren't. They're a fine team. And so what I'm saying is I think that I do see a world where they do lose enough games for that. I think they'll win at least six or seven, and that's not too bad for the type of team they are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's probably the most realistic estimate, and who knows what kind of position that puts them in to, 
draft quarterback or whatever because there's a couple of non-quarterbacks that are going to go really high this year. Yeah. Like a Marvin Harrison. Yeah, I don't I don't think they're going to look to find another quarterback at least next year already. Not, from un- what not unless the opportunity presents itself. Unless his play drops off or something happens like that. I, I just can't see a world where they give up on him yet because there's too many like things on their team they have to fix. I like him too. I, I'm saying I, I like Sam Howell a lot. He's fine. I don't know where I'd rank him right now, but like I'm guessing probably 24, 25. Like if I had to rank all the starters in the league, I'd probably put him around there with a lot of room to grow. So good things from Sam Howell. Unlike and Desmond Ritter. Unlike and Desmond Ritter. I Desmond Ritter's my least favorite starter in the league. Desmond Ritter is Justin Fields without the running ability. And he also can't pass. That that was the joke. No, 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 no. But like he doesn't even have an arm. Like he can't throw it downfield. Fields can, it's just inaccurate. Desmond Ritter can get it 20 yards downfield. Yeah, yeah. Fields will chuck it 50 yards down the field. You just don't know where it's going. Also, Desmond Ritter can't throw to Kyle Pitts. That man needs to get traded. He needs to get traded. No, they need a real quarterback. That's true. If I were him, though, I would want to get traded so bad. The reason they run it so much is because they have these terrible quarterbacks the last ever since Arthur Smith took over. To put Heineke in. They should. Heineke's not good, but he's at least capable of running an offense. Yeah. He can get it to people. Like, he can make stuff happen. Exactly. I don't know why they don't do it. I think that this Ritter experiment is obviously over. Yeah. And they're just killing their season by continuing to start him. I don't know. they're gonna they're gonna give him the benefit of the doubt he's young so they want to see if they have anything but they don't it's it's all line stuff does not approve desmond ritter as a nfl starter he's the worst starter in that division and probably in the league in the league for me in the league yeah probably i mean you got dudes like baker balling out in your same decision division yeah baker's awesome i love baker I I also love Baker, yeah. Baker's I, cool. You I'm glad tell, he's... You can tell that dude just wants to play football and win games. Mm-hmm. That's all that he wants in his heart. It's kind of sad. I think people, like, drove him out of Cleveland a little too fast. And Cleveland, like, with Watson, like, this whole situation has been terrible, and it, it looks like one of the worst contracts in NFL history. If yeah. things keep up the way that they have been, Obviously, if he starts playing better and everything, then okay, we, we don't have to talk about that. But still, just like it, it's nice to see Baker on this redemption arc. I'm I'm really happy for him. I hope he could keep it up. I don't I'd know. I'd love to see it. And I think they're gonna win that division. I still like the Saints, although I don't like them. I still have the Saints. The Saints are are annoying me, man. I don't know what to say. The Saints are horrible. <laughs> yeah. Defensively, they're good. Offensively, they're horrible. Which we knew. You knew. I was hoping. I was. Hoping. You didn't have Alvin Kamara last year. It doesn't. It, fantasy doesn't matter. I. No, I was. Fan, fantasy makes you watch a team, and then you realize the issues with that team. No, but the thing is, is I did watch. I guess like I didn't look through it through a fantasy lens, but I did watch the Saints last year. I didn't think they were good, and I thought that the Michael healthy Michael Thomas, a Derek Carr who has not looked very good this year, but. Still, maybe he'll he'll turn out being better. I don't know. We'll see. I just thought these offseason changes would help this team. Dennis Allen, another year, he might figure something out he didn't last year. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm delusional. I can't say. But 
let, let's move on to this Dolphins Bills game because you know just a week ago we were we were talking about how good the Dolphins are and I still think they're really that that good just they are. off week they lost by 28 points to the to the Bills and I had the Bills winning this game by a touchdown but I didn't expect it to be 48 to 20 I didn't expect like a total beatdown like this so you know Achan had a good game but Tua did not look great and the Bills just got the best of the Dolphins it really was you know I, I don't think they're that unevenly matched but Bills looked like the better team so um do you think that this was more of the Bills being the better team or do you think it was just an off off day for the Dolphins uh I think it was an off day for the Dolphins I think that in the first half, they weren't able to do much. Raheem Mostert fumbled, which led to another do- Bills score. They were going three and out. The offense just had a rough day, and the Bills defense played really, really well, which the Bills defense is probably legit. Yeah. Because the Bills scored 31 points in the first half mm-hmm. to the Dolphins' 14, which is not how you expected it to go at all. And – the Dolphins have shown to be a high-powered offense this year, granted against, you know, some questionable defenses like Denver and the Chargers, but 70 points is not a fluke. Yeah, seven, no, I mean, definitely listen, not a fluke. It is, but it shows that offense – Yeah. shows that the offense is capable of scoring a lot of They're points. the most dangerous team in the league when they get hot. They could run a, like, 4 by 100 track team. Yeah. Between Tyreek, Waddle, Mostert, and A-Chain. Yeah, that team could win relay races, but I think Buffalo just got the best of them. It's a divisional game on the road. Like they were bound to have an off game eventually, and it makes sense for it to be this one. So I think that it it, there are things to learn from it, but it's not telling of some greater storyline of, you know, the Bills being the best team in the division. So I agree with most of what you said i think that this is in no means like this game doesn't show that the dolphins are frauds it doesn't show that the bills are much better than the dolphins anything like that but i do think that the bills are the best team in that division and it's more so like based around josh allen i think when josh allen doesn't turn over the ball much i just i think he's just the best quarterback in this division and with the way that the Bills are, like their defense, when their defense plays pretty well, doesn't have too many injuries. And if Josh Allen could just not turn over the ball like he did week one against the Jets, like I, I think the Bills are, are going to make it the furthest in this division. And Josh Allen, to me, I still think he could be an MVP candidate. I mean, after the game he had, it's hard to say he, he can't. Out. Yeah, he, he looks really good. And I guess that's like the the issue with Josh Allen is this inconsistency because, you know, some weeks he'll have weeks where he looks like the, the greatest quarterback ever. ever. Yeah. <laughs> and then he'll have weeks where he still looks like the most talented quarterback ever, but he's throwing it right to the defense. He looks like the dumbest quarterback ever. Yeah. And so I think I think it's too soon for me to like put all the praise to Josh Allen. But since the horrific week one that he had against that Jets team where he he threw the game, even though Rodgers was hurt. Um, after that, Josh Allen's looked pretty solid and he's not playing totally mistake-free football, but I think that if he can kind of continue to, to play less, 
less risky football, get the ball into Diggs's hand. If James Cook can continue to run efficiently. Mom, and man. if this defense can just do its job against inferior opponents, then I think this Bills team is going to, again, have a really good season, probably win this division. Although since the Dolphins are so good, it's hard to say, but you know, either way, I think both teams are making the playoffs. And if anything, for me, this game solidified that the Bills are not going downhill. If anything, they're as good or better than they were last year and in years past. And I think that they'll continue to be a, a contender deep into the playoffs. So just they need health and they need consistency from Josh Allen. And if they could get pretty good health and then mostly consistent play from Josh Allen, I think they'll be fine. They'll absolutely be fine, and they're playing a lot yeah. better than I thought they would. Yeah, I thought they were kind of has-beens in the AFC at this point, which as of October 6, 2023, has been incorrect. Yeah, I don't know if that'll continue. Who knows? Um, But they definitely have been playing very well, but so have the Dolphins. So I think that that division is not just the Dolphins to lose. I think it's... Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be a race till the end of the season. It's going to be one of those divisions where it comes down to the last week, barring injuries, of course, to, to yeah. major players. And it, I'm excited to see it. I think that that's one of the more exciting divisions. If Aaron Rodgers had stayed healthy, I think the Jets would have been right there with him too. I think the Jets would be the best team right now. Honestly, I, that was my take too. Yeah. But we'll see. Which we'll I, I really wish he didn't get hurt. It's awful, but... You know, Tell him. you know how these things go. It's the NFL, so yeah, it happens. I can't believe they rolled with Zach Wilson as their backup and didn't have anyone else. Let's talk about Zach Wilson. Yeah, it wasn't it. in the order, but we just brought it up, so we're going to talk about this right now. Alex, Zach Wilson had maybe his best career game, or at least his, his best, best game, easily his best career game. Do you think it's going to last? Do you think this yeah. is him figuring out the system? Yeah, I think. That talk to me it, about it. I don't even know that it's him figuring out the system. Maybe it's the system figuring out him. Because he, especially on that first drive coming out of halftime, he looked awesome. He looked like a guy who knew how to play quarterback in the NFL and knew what to do to get his offense down the field. Mm -hmm. He was running around. He was making all the throws. He, He was just, he was really good. He hit like two over the shoulder throws to like, Tyler Conklin and then the other yeah. back tight end like they were totally covered and he got it right in the spot he had to for them to make the catch which the guy has all the arm talent in the world mm-hmm. we've seen that at BYU and like I know it's just the comp or pro day combine whatever it was I forget but he made this ridiculous throw off his back foot 70 yeah. yards cross body something stupid like that the mm-hmm. guy has a crazy arm and he just hasn't been able to figure it out yet the line has failed him a little bit he himself has failed him him and there's like i think we're seeing a growth in maturity too because he took all the blame for the loss last week even though it might not have been all him he did have a really costly fumble where he just straight up dropped the ball yeah and not good. turned it over but i mean that happens to everyone we saw jalen hurts do the same thing in the super bowl that's true and and wilson is the first quarterback to ever out duel mahomes in a game stat wise I don't, I don't like that, it. It's a thing, though. I mean, obviously, it doesn't mean that. Yeah, I, I get it. But Mahomes had maybe his worst career game. So it's like Mahomes, Mahomes that was really bad. Mahomes has Josh Allenitis sometimes, too. Yeah, those picks were were maybe worse than some. Actually, they were on par with Josh Allen's picks. He was throwing Mahomes, it right to the defense. Mahomes, 
I don't think it's the same as Josh Allen because I think Josh Allen just does stupid stuff sometimes. Yeah. What I think happens in Mahomes' head is he gets frustrated when he can't do something. So mm-hmm. he starts being like a Madden player and just starts <laughs> chucking it at everything in rage and like in frustration because he knows he can do it. And then it just keeps snowballing and snowballing and the mistakes keep on piling on. Well, yeah, I think in that game, it was the receivers aren't getting open. If you no, watch their, their receivers like, are awful, you know, their line is protecting him for a little bit and then pressure's coming. He's scrambling. He's finding ways out of it. And he's playing hero ball and trying to get the ball to wherever he can. And some of the throws weren't even that bad. Like if the receiver was, you know, trying to make a move on the ball, make a play for the ball, some of them were bad, but at the same time, there was, wasn't much there. And I think he was just frustrated with the fact that the offense is so inefficient this year, like compared to past years, they're just not getting the big plays going, you know, in the past guys would get a little open and Mahomes would find them like, on like a sidearm pass 50 yards down the field. And that's not really happening this year because nobody's getting open. And so I think it was just Mahomes being frustrated and forcing things when he shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it'll get better as the season goes on, but it's been interesting. The chiefs don't look that good. And yeah, I mean, they've gotten by with Mahomes having no weapons beside Travis Kelsey, but I think this is something they have to address after the season or even before the trade deadline trade for Hollywood trade for who, whoever trade for, they should have gotten Deandre Hawkins. They should have. Yeah. Even he would be better than what they got much better. It's like, there's just nobody. They need someone to get separation, anything. Yeah. Like I think Rasheed Rice is the guy to, to uh, step up out of that receiver group. Cause he's been definitely the best out of all of them so far. But he's also had some drops and he hasn't yeah. like they haven't made like a conscious like effort to get him like heavily involved yet. You know, he's been on the no, field. But he's a he's a rookie, it'll come. Yeah. I, I do think if anyone breaks out in that offense, it's probably him. But a lot of people think, you know, Tony or Sky Moore too, two Tony, other names of potential breakout people. Yeah. It's not happening, but hold on. I, I don't I don't think it's happening. Speaking of potential breakout, let me get back to my man Zach Wilson. Yeah, we, because, we went off a tangent there. Because Zach Wilson did it against the real defense. He's not Justin Fields throwing it against Denver and Washington. The Chiefs have a legit good defense. They do. And on the road in primetime, there's something to be said about that. Against the Super Bowl champions? They don't look like the Super Bowl champions right now. but No, but they're still a very good team. This is the same team. Defensively, they're defensively, they're, they're being underrated this year. They've actually – They have a very good defense. Their defense is a top-10 defense so far through five, four weeks, I guess. Yeah. So I, I think that there's nothing but good signs with Zach Wilson after that game. I think that he's showing composure. He's showing maturity. He's showing more skill than ever. And he gets to play Denver this week. I think we see a Zach Wilson career night or career day, actually, because I can't imagine that's a primetime game. Yeah, I I don't agree with you here about the Zach Wilson hype. I do like how he played in this game. I do think he's getting more comfortable in the system. I liked the main thing I liked and took away from this game was that they're trying to get Garrett Wilson involved as much as possible. The nine catches, I know it was only 60 yards, but still Garrett Wilson's a superstar. Yeah, And I know you were really high on him, Alex, coming into this year with Aaron Rodgers. Breakout year should have happened, still could happen, I think, if they run this offense how they're supposed to. So 
I like the the Garrett Wilson involvement. I like that Brees Hall is finally um, off his um, snap count. I think that's good for the offense. But to me, like him, Zach Wilson and this offense just starting to flow isn't something like, I, I don't know, that doesn't move me too much. I don't think that's something like, you know, I think any quarterback should be able to to have an offense that flows, that can move the ball. And yeah. You know, the, the Jets were still down 17 to three going into the, the second quarter. They really started pulling ahead when the defense got those turnovers. And so even though Zach Wilson played a quarter or two of really good football, I need to see a couple games of really good football before I'm comfortable with him as a starter. And even then, like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not I'd, comfortable with Zach Wilson as a starter. I'd still rather take one of these guys you could get as a free agent. I know that they're not going to do that because he's still young and. You know, the fan base kind of likes him now and he had a good game. So maybe they'll see what he does in these next upcoming games. But yeah, I, I think, think it, I don't think it's going to last. I personally. think that's the real takeaway here. You, you he just bought himself another couple of games. Yeah, definitely. But to me, it, like, I don't think it matters. Like, even if he plays sort of at this level for the rest of the year, I don't think he will show enough. To, to feel comfortable in him as a starter in the NFL. Like, I don't think he's going to no. come away from this season with, like, a contract from another team to start. I don't think... No, of course not. I don't, I think some people think he could be legit. I, I don't. Like, I don't think there's there's much there with Zach Listen, I think that I've seen much crazier things happen. Yeah, but, like, I... Justin Fields is better than him. Not by much. N- Buy enough for me. I don't know. I'm not comfortable with Justin Fields as my long-term starter either. Put it to you that way. I'm much more comfortable with Justin Fields than Zach Wilson at this point. I don't know. Let's see Zach Wilson against Denver. I don't think just against Denver is good, though, because, like, let's see him. We're basing this off of Denver and Washington? I guess that's fair. But, again, two weeks is better than one. If Zach Wilson has another good game, then I'll be like, okay, let's That's see how I'm he saying. does next Let's week. see him against Denver this week. I, I guess we have to see more from both Fields and Wilson to, to give any insightful analysis on their play and what we think they could do as, as potential starters. But I think it's pretty good. I, I think it's good for Fields' case that he's had two not just good statistical games, but good like actual games even if they're against bad defenses. He looks like he's actually decent. So He, he looked pretty composed in the pocket the last couple of games. Yeah. The second half fall-off is something to be concerned about there, but I don't know. Anyway, so next we're going to be talking about the Bengals. So with the Bengals – what? First off, Alex, you you just talked about has-beens maybe about 10 minutes ago. And my has-been coming into this year, even though it was a very, very hot take, was the Bengals. And I didn't feel super comfortable about it, but the Joe Burrow injury kind of solidified in my mind. And the fact that I'm so high on the Ravens every year, I was like, this is going to be the year where the Bengals are has-beens. And so it was kind of a hot take, but so far it's been right. And it's been way more right than I thought it would be. Because the Bengals look like the worst team in the league, and Joe Burrow looks is the worst quarterback in football through the first four weeks of the season. Will it hold up? I don't know, but um, I'm pretty concerned about the Bengals right now, Alex. And it's not 
their long-term success that I'm concerned about. It's this season and this season's prospect because I still think Joe Burrow's injured. I don't think he's operating in the pocket. Yeah. I don't think he's operating in the pocket as well as he has in years past. And it's not even, I mean, the defense doesn't look great, but it's mainly the offense that I'm concerned about because they haven't gotten anything going offensively really in three out of the four games that they played this year. And the one game where they they won, they beat the Rams. It was a very slow, very lethargic game where they didn't really get much going either. They relied on field goals. They relied on their defense to make some key stops. So, you know, I think that I was spot on with this Bengals take. Maybe I was wrong about the reasons why. Maybe it's because Burrow's hurt. But I'm I'm worried about the Bengals, and I don't think that they're going to be able to recover from this one and three start. In this current moment, I don't think they'll be able to recover from the one and three start because those four games were all started by Joe Burrow. I mm-hmm. think that um, had they sat him for these first four games and he's coming in and they're one and three and he's coming in to go save their season healthy, then I think they're fine. I don't think one and three is too deep a hole to dig yourself out of, but the way they've looked and the way Joe Burrow has looked, he looks like 40-year-old Peyton Manning in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Just unable to do anything because of that injury. And I guess that we all didn't put enough emphasis on that injury and underestimated the significance of it because clearly it tampered him really bad. So we all just kind of ignored what jeopardy the Bengals season was in. And so you, I mean, you saw it, I guess. I don't know if you, you really saw that the injury was going to. I think I saw it 50%. I didn't think it'd be like this, but I thought that they'd struggle. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is time to be panicking completely about the Bengals. And I don't know the extent of the injury to me. It still looks like he's hurt. It's possible. He's not hurt. But if you think he's still a little hurt, do you think the Bengals should just rest him at this point until he's fully I healthy? Think you gotta. I, I agree I with that. I don't see what good it does playing him when you're not winning even with him in the game. And then, you know, if he's not healthy, then like what's – or if he is healthy, then what's going on? You've got two more weeks until the bye week. Your matchups are Arizona and Seattle. I don't see why you wouldn't sit him through the bye and then hope to split those two games and end up – two and four going into your bye week with a healthy Joe Burrow. I think that's the smartest thing to do. And I don't know. I can, I can just sense the frustration from this team because, you know, they know that they have what it takes that they could get things rolling to be a contender last year. I, I knew they'd be great in the regular season. I actually predicted it, but I thought that they would fall short in the playoffs and they once again proved me wrong last postseason. They they were the team to beat, really. Even in that Kansas City game, I think they outplayed the Chiefs in a lot of ways. So, you know, I still think that they're they're up there in the AFC in terms of when everything's clicking. They're one of the most dangerous teams, but nothing is clicking. Right nothing's right. clicking, and the guy who you just gave the biggest contract in NFL history is likely hurt. But if he's not hurt, he's playing the worst football I've I've seen out of him or or any quarterback this year. So. Um, yeah, it's a little concerning. I don't know. Um, I think they'll figure it out eventually this season, but like I said, you know, losing three games to start out a season, especially a couple easy games, this Tennessee game, like, come on, they got blown out. They didn't just pass tunnel defense and they couldn't do 
anything in the pass game. They couldn't do anything. And Derrick Henry ran all over this defense. Tennessee looked like the Bengals were supposed to look. They reversed roles in this game. No, because, like, they figured out what you do to the Bengals in their current state with Joe Burrow being injured. You just blitz them hard, and they can't do anything. Yeah. Because he can't plant quick enough to get his throw out real quick. He can't move around to escape the rushers. But, like, even even with, like, it being a, an issue with his mobility and, like, the pressure, you know, I think this is a coaching issue. We've both expressed our not liking Zach Taylor in the past, and I, I, I definitely don't like him. I don't think he's a great coach, but, you know, I think that this is something that they're going to have to adjust to, adapt to, and they haven't really been able to do that. They need to, I guess, change this offense because it, what's been going on in the past isn't working now. It's not working, and quicker passes you know you have Jamar Chase who might be the most explosive player when you get the ball into his hands but if you can't get the ball into his hands it doesn't matter it's like that graphic that you remember when uh people were saying if the if the Bengals should draft Jamar Chase or Panay Sewell and there was that graphic of like you know if you draft a lineman then you'll be able to get the ball to him but if you don't then it's like it was a stupid meme but it's really that that's what's playing out right now in real life and I don't know as a, as a fan of the game, I'm, it's kind of frustrating. You know, I'm glad that my take's right, but I kind of feel for the Bengals because this is a lost year. As Chase, said, like already. as Chase said, he's always effing open. He did say that. But no, so I, don't, I don't think it's a lost year yet. I think that you just got to really, really do everything right from here on out. If they can somehow make the playoffs after this, I rescind everything and I'll, I'll admit my – you know, I'll admit that I was wrong, but so far, it's been four weeks. True. Who's your main competitors for the playoffs? Well, the Ravens are what three and one. That's division champs. So, I mean, in the AFC, there's still a lot of teams. We you know that the Bills, yeah, Bills and Dolphins, Bills and Dolphins. Right. One a one AFC East team is going to be a wild card team for sure. And then your main competitors, realistically. If the Jets can turn it around, but, you know, mm-hmm. who knows? Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Houston? Mm. Mm-hmm. Houston or Jacksonville, yeah. I. You think they're going to have two teams from the playoffs out of, out of that division? I don't think they will, but at the same time, like, both of them have been playing better than the Bengals, so. And, and they both have decent. You know. We'll take an AFC South team, too. And then Cleveland and the Chargers. So there's, like, four teams to. The Steelers stink, but they have an easy schedule. No, the Steelers are horrible. They, they're playing better than the Bengals are. No, right they're now. not. Yeah, they are. I, uh, they're playing as good as the Bengals. Okay, that's a low bar. And they have an easier schedule, I'm pretty sure. So, uh, I, don't, I don't know. The Steelers are awful. Let's talk about the Steelers. Yeah, let's talk about the Steelers. So, yeah, my lapse of judgment for a second of saying that they're a top five defense, that was bad. I still will stand by the top 10 thing, but that's my personal opinion. And last week they were surely not a top 10 defense. So if you want to disagree with me about that, Alex, or anybody else listening to this, please do. And please feel comfortable doing so because they didn't look like a top 10 defense last week. And on paper right now, they technically aren't a top 10 defense. They're middle of the pack right now through four weeks. So I'm disagreeing with everything you have to say about the Steelers because I think the Steelers are a bottom like eight team in the NFL. They might be bottom eight. 
And I think they have no chance in the playoffs. Because of their offense. Yeah. Because of the offense. Their defense is solid. Their offense is just so horrific that they can't win games. They need to fire Matt Canada, right? Like right now. Fired by this point last season, but for some reason they're keeping him around. Kenny Pickett isn't any good. Their offensive line is horrible. Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett can't do anything. Matt Canada is the worst offensive coordinator in the league, and they're last in every single major offensive category right now. Their running backs, Najee's like he's talented, but he has a lot of issues as a runner. I don't think he's that good, but Najee is fighting for yards before he even gets it to the line of screen. Their offensive line can't do anything, and their receivers can't create separation. Deontay Johnson, I mean, besides Calvin Austin, but he's like. Just a deep just threat, like a, you know. Yeah. You know, he there's nothing special about Calvin Austin, and until they get Deontay Johnson back, they're just not nobody's going to be open. And Kenny Pickett is not going to have time to get the ball to these guys because the offensive line is going to break down. And then even if he has time to get the ball to these guys, Kenny Pickett can't throw the ball to these guys because he stinks. So, you know, maybe Matt Canada, maybe it's not his fault. Maybe this offense just sucks, but he also sucks. And I'm so, I'm very passionate about this, but the Steelers' offense is is not fun to watch it's boring and it's run horribly it's I, I, a mess but let me lead this team let me be gm let me be offensive coordinator let me make some moves and i will do a better job than the steelers are doing right now i would love to see that maybe not but let's get like a gm spot no for real like i i think i could maybe not solve some problems but like let's get some draft picks in next year we're, we're just getting this offensive line built i'll make some calls. Make a trade at a receiver you know get my franchise quarterback or at least get someone like heineke who could play better than than pick it get pick it out of here so frustrating i'm sorry i i don't like kenny pickett i just i don't think he's any good and the situation isn't helping him at all but it's it must be frustrating for like TJ Watt and like Minka and like the guys on the Steelers defense who are like so good. And then like, they have to like just watch their offense, like go three and out every drive or like just stuff like this. And then they have to be back on the field constantly. It's like, it must be so demoralizing. Oh, that made me frustrated. No, really? <laughs> I I don't even like the Steelers. Like, the Ravens are my team in that division. Just like I don't know why I don't think the Ravens are that good. I think whoever wins they're the, they're the best team in this division. They are, but that's not a compliment. And Lamar, Lamar makes me excited about them. So Lamar is doing the exact opposite for me. He had a great game last week. Did he? Yeah, threw like twenty times. He had a great game. Let's see his stats from last week. Yeah, please back up your statement. 15 of 19 for less than 200 yards. Two touchdowns passing. He did score four touchdowns. Yeah, two touchdowns passing and two rushing. And he was just like, I mean, they played DTR. Yeah, I mean. And like a Cleveland. So like they were like not trying their best. They were just kind of. They they didn't have to make Lamar do too much. And he looked really good. That's all I'll say. And Cleveland's defense is nothing to, to scoff at. We talked about it last week. They have a good defense. They have a very, very good defense. So. I don't know. I'm I'm happy with Lamar's performance. Overall, he's been a little shaky this year, but he he has been the last couple of years, and I still think that he's a top tier quarterback. Just I think so too, but we I think we got to watch out for him. I don't know. I I don't know about watch out for him. I think that the Ravens just need to get more consistent as a whole as a team. I don't think it's Lamar's fault. 
they don't have much going for them either, really. Like, who's he throwing it to? Zay Flowers is Mark number Andrews, one. Zay Flowers. Mark Andrews, yeah. But like <sighs> Odell, Bateman, all these other it's Yeah, just none like, of none of those other dudes are anything, but I don't know. Ravens are gonna win the division. Probably, yeah. I don't know about the I don't know. Them or Cleveland. Cleveland, I still don't like Cleveland. If Watson can get healthy. I don't even think it's about health. I think it's like that he's just not that good. Well, I think that when he's not healthy, we see what happens. We'll see. You're higher on them than me. It's only week five. I know. A lot can change. I think a lot will change. Bengals could come back. Who knows? I'm gonna have to eat I'm my way. Put it past them. I'm I'm saying they're not gonna do it. And at this point, I'm way more confident saying that than I was when I said it at the beginning. Yeah, of the but you know what? I'll I'll just go against you for the sake of entertainment. Okay. I think they will come back. We'll revisit this then. Oh, we're gonna be revisiting all them all year. Joe Burrow's one of his names. But end of the season, we're gonna have this crazy debate when I'm right and you're wrong. Anyway. Let's see. Yeah, I think that about wraps it up. Um, pretty interesting take there, Alex. I know you're going with that take for the sake of this podcast, but it's just wrong. And it's just for funsies. You're gonna hear a lot from me because I'm right and you're wrong. And this is like a big win for me because this is a crazy take at the start of the season. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. Again, follow us on Instagram and check our score predictions. We post them pretty close um to the time that the games actually start, but we do that to make sure that we're you know, up to date with injuries, with, you know, all the game plans and reports that come out right before. And so we want the most accurate score predictions that we can give. So check around 12, 1230, and we should have those up for you on Sunday. And yeah, we're, we're doing pretty well. I think I was like 12 and four last last week on picks, which pretty not good. the best, but that's not bad at all. You were similar, Alex. So, I mean, most of the time we're right. That being said, um, It's already been a long enough episode, so we're going to cut it off. But we should be back next week with more to talk about. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Bye-bye.